Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to All Music Radio Podcast and your host, Mike Fortson, coming to you live from the nation's capital. Today's topic, update on coronavirus deaths in the U.S. 700,000, that's more than 1918. They only had 635,000. We may be at a million before the end of the year because we got these anti-masks and we got these anti-vaxxers. They don't want to get vaccinated. They don't want to wear the masks. And guess what? Somebody out there dying. We're averaging about 1,500 deaths a day in the U.S., which is crazy on all music radio podcasting. Brought to you by The station for the lost but loved For the free and forgiven Play music that encourages you To live by faith And not by fear All music radio Alright Here we go Bring some information in terms of COVID 19 in the US Here we go the weekend from coronavirus, and that number would have been unthinkable 18 months ago. What's your reaction? 700,000 deaths. Well, it's a very painful statistic, uh, Dana, obviously because of the enormity of the challenge of this outbreak and this extraordinary virus that spread so rapidly. Many of those deaths were unavoidable, but many, many are avoidable, were avoidable, and will in the future be avoidable. The number itself is is staggering. You're absolutely correct. But hopefully that will then spur us to realize that we do have interventions in the form of a vaccine to prevent infection, to prevent mm-hmm. severe disease, to prevent death. So when you see a number like this, I would hope people would say, well, we, we have a tool to not let that get any worse. Let's utilize it. And I refer to something we bring up all the time, that we still have 70 million Americans in this country who are eligible to be vaccinated who have not gotten vaccinated Mm -hmm. yet. So we don't want that number to continue to go up, and we can blunt it very, very well with vaccination. Merck announced this week that its new COVID-19 pill cuts the risk of hospitalization and death by 50%. It would be the first pill authorized to treat COVID-19. You have spent your career trying to find treatments for viruses. So how much of a game changer is this? It's extremely important, Anna. The reason is, as you mentioned, it's a pill that is given by mouth. So you don't need anything special than just taking a pill the way you take any other pill. And the results are really quite impressive. As you mentioned, it decreases the likelihood of getting hospitalization or dying in people who early in the course of their infection take this particular medication. In addition, there's another part of that study that is really impressive. Among the deaths in the study, there were eight deaths among the placebo group and no deaths among those who took the medication. That's very impressive. So we really look forward to the implementation of this and to its effect on people who are infected. Yeah, and and obviously has a lot of... uh Uh, importance when it comes to viruses in general, but you mentioned vaccines before. Are you worried that 
people hearing about this might say, oh, I'll just take the pill and not get a vaccine? Well, I'm sure there are people that are going to say that, and I would just reach out to them and say, it is not a a, a situation where it is okay. It is never okay to get infected. You know, you heard the numbers. It decreased the risk of this pill did of hospitalizations and death by 50 percent. You know the way to decrease the risk by 100 percent? Don't get infected in the first place. So some states and cities like where uh, where we are in Washington, D.C., they are seeing thousands of new requests for religious exemptions to uh, the coronavirus. Do you know of any major religion and this, of course, getting a vaccine for the coronavirus? Do you know any major religion that opposes a vaccine? And how worried are you that people are abusing uh, religious and medical exemptions in order to not get a vaccine that either their the local government or their company requires? Well, Dana, we looked at this year, years ago when people were, create, were claiming religious exemptions to avoid getting measles vaccines when we had the measles outbreak mm-hmm. in certain clusters of under-vaccinated people. There are precious few religions that actually say you cannot do that. I mean, very, very few. I mean, literally less than a handful. But people, you know, sometimes confuse a philosophical objection with a religious objection. Uh, When you talk about actually established religions, there are so few of those that actually will not allow you to get vaccinated. So how do you, though, tell somebody that their faith doesn't, if they say, this is my faith, uh, and it doesn't fall into that yeah. traditional religion. And ha- and then on the flip side, how do you kind of tell whether or not that's just an excuse? Yeah, no, D- Dana, that, that's going to be very difficult. I would hope that people would understand mm-hmm. that all of this is for their benefit, for the safety of themselves, their family, and their societal responsibility. You know, other situations locally have dealt with that. There was a situation back in California years ago mm-hmm when Governor Jerry Brown was the governor and he said no no religious exemptions because of the fact that it was being abused. I'm not sure how it's going to roll out. I just would encourage people to realize the importance of this to get this outbreak under control. The idea of getting vaccinated, for example, getting children in school vaccinated, which is gone right Mm -hmm. now with Governor Newsom in California, things like that are not new. I mean, there are school situations where I know my yeah. own children had to get vaccinated with a variety of vaccines in order to be able to go to school. And real quick, so there's should, nothing new about that. Should other states follow California's lead and require kids to get vaccinated for the coronavirus to go to school? You know, I'm not going to be recommending things to other states. I'll let the leaders of those states. But I think okay. what the governor did in California was something that was sound judgment. Dr. Fauci, the FDA advisory uh, a panel will meet October 26th to consider whether to recommend Pfizer's vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Uh, only one third of those parents say that they will get their child vaccinated right away. What's your message to parents who are hesitant? And also, will the shots go into arms of children by Halloween? Well, let me answer the second question first, Dana, is that it, it, you don't want to get ahead of the FDA. They said <laughs> that they will look at the data and their VERPAC will meet. Uh, I believe that if the recommendation is to go ahead, 
that the FDA will move expeditiously. So I can't predict whether it's going to be before Halloween or into November. I think it's going to be as quickly and as expeditiously as possible, and the FDA will do their usually good job. My message to parents would be that although it is very clear that a child getting infected has less of a chance of getting a severe outcome than an elderly person or a person with an underlying condition, but it is not completely unequivocally a benign situation in children. We are seeing now very clearly if you go to pediatric hospitals that although this risk is less than the adult, there are children in hospital who are getting seriously ill. In addition, there's an issue which we call long COVID, which means that some people, including children, get infected, recover, and may even get minimal symptoms who have a lingering of certain symptomatology that is not comfortable, that can be disruptive of their lives. So you want to protect your child, but you also want to make the child a part of the solution, namely so that there's not spread of infection, either within your own household or to other vulnerable people. That's what I would try to articulate to parents to convince them that it is a very positive, good thing to get their children vaccinated. Dr. Fauci, a new Kaiser Family Foundation poll asked Americans this week what they thought the major reasons for high coronavirus spread are. And the top reason that Republicans gave in this poll was immigrants and tourists bringing COVID-19 into the U.S. Mm. Are immigrants a major reason why COVID-19 is spreading in the U.S.? No, absolutely not, Dan. I mean, if you just look at the data and look at the people who've gotten infected, look at the people who are in the hospital, look at the people who've died, this is not driven by immigrants. This is the problem within our country the same way it's a problem with other countries throughout the world. I mean, the idea when you have 700,000 Americans dead and millions and millions and millions of Americans getting infected, that you don't want to look outside to the problem. The problem is within our own country. Certainly immigrants can get infected, but they're not the driving force of this. Let's face reality here. The CDC director said on Friday that the agency is reevaluating what's known as Title 42. That was an order uh, done on an emergency basis that allows the U.S. immigration uh, officials to expel migrants more easily because of the pandemic. Uh, You have talked about this. There are widespread vaccines and testing now. As a public health official, do you see a medical reason still to continue to impose that rule? You know, I'm not going to, I'm sorry, Dana, but I, I am not as familiar with the intricacies of that to make any comment about that rule. I just, you know, my, my feeling has always been that focusing on immigrants, expelling them or what have you is not the solution to mm-hmm. an outbreak. So before I let you go, President Biden got his booster shot this week. He did it in public. Former President Trump said this weekend he would get his booster shot if he felt it was necessary. Would it be helpful if the former president got his booster shot on camera in public? Well, you know, first of all, I would think everybody should get their boosters anyway, whether the president does it or not. I am sure that there are people who religiously follow what former President Trump says and does that that they may look at that and say okay i'll get vaccinated we'll see i don't know i just think we need to uh, appeal 
to the rationale of why it's important, whether Trump gets vaccinated or not, there are very, very good reasons beyond someone specifically getting vaccinated for people to get vaccinated with a booster shot. The, 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 the protection is waning, as mm-hmm. we know, and boosters are going to be something that will be very helpful to contain the outbreak and to yep. protect people. Done. That's the reason why they should get boosted. Nearly 25 to live by faith and not by fear. All music radio. All right, there you go. Update on coronavirus 700,000. We may be at a mean at the rate we continue to go. Look, if you love yourself, love your family, love your friends, get the shot, baby. Save you and somebody else and continue to wear your mask. That's where we sit on music radio podcasting. And guess what? We stick by. You can check our podcast out on all the major platforms as well as www.allmusicradiopodcasting.live. And you can listen to our radio station at www.allmusicradio.org. Hit the listen button 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Thank you for listening to All Music Radio Podcasting. Your host Mike Fortin saying love, peace, joy, and happiness from Washington, D.C. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.